Hello, beautiful souls, Victoria Amador here from Soul Healing Tribe and the Awakening the Healer Within training program. That con. And today I want to talk to you about 21 Divisions. This is a subject that I am very passionate about because I am a 21 Divisions. Um, I always translate it. I am a 21 Division priestess. And some of the things that I talk about, I translate it for the general public that normally doesn't know what I'm talking about because my goal is to educate and bring awareness into what is 21 Divisions for those that have no idea or give you a different perspective for those that are walking this path and maybe wondering, um, maybe wondering from a different point of view, what is the point of all of this? And I have someone in my, I have quite a few people that work with me that are um, walking the path of becoming a priest or priestess a lot of priestesses, because I normally tend to work a lot with women, mostly the men. Normally the men are not as, I guess they're not as uh, ready to do this type of work because it does require someone that is willing and ready and um, has a lot of desire to know more and sometimes the women tend to be the ones that are more assertive when it comes to walking this path so and and the reason why this is coming up is because you know through the process of some of the conversations that we have been having for years now um i realized a few things number one they are tests and challenges that we are going to face. I remember taste, um, going through a lot of tests early on. And then as you advance, the tests are not so obvious so that you don't know that it is a test. Because if you do know, then what's the point of knowing if it is a test or not? If, if you already know, you know that you're going to have to do something that maybe know something that you want to do. So the tests normally come in a way that you have no idea that they're that you're being tested by higher forces, let's call it that, whether it is our higher self or very ascended beings that are working with you in your path to help you become who you're supposed to be. So one of the tests that we tend to go through a lot, and, and I mentioned this briefly in the previous conversation when I was referring to the confusions and doubts and fear, spiritual doubts, because we need to know, we really, 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 really need to know who we're working with. If there is any doubt, there is going to be a blockage that is going to prevent you from really tapping into that energy to really understand that energy. Any doubt in terms of once, once you're fully accepted, what happens then? Because before you're fully accepting this energy, you do need to do your homework. You do need to investigate. You need to meditate. You need to contemplate. You need to go into sessions with yourself um, where you are trying to, to truly understand the essence of these beings. So while you're doing that, there will be doubt because it is part of the human experience to be doubtful, to have fear, to experience confusion. But once you go through that fear and confusion, sometimes you come back to the same feelings as you started because it was part of the journey to go and navigate through all of that confusion. This is um, 
the confusion realm is, is not only just the astral, but it's beyond that, it's mental. And it can take you for a ride. It can take you in a loop over and over and over. So it is like a realm and it's just full of confusion. So imagine all the confusion of the whole planet in one space and that is a realm. And when you go through that realm, you have to push through. You have to constantly question things so that you can go deeper within the realm so that you can understand it and be able to navigate through it and get out. So it is a process, right? But there are also other ways that we can be tested in terms of the programming, the mental programming. I alluded to this briefly in the previous conversation, and it's something that I need to explain a little more from my perspective what what happens and why I see it like that because nobody's going to agree with this a lot of the programming that we experience in the different spiritual practices are programming from people like you and me um your you know the random people your family members elders your grandparents godparents um godmother uh, grandparents um abuela abuela whatever great-grandparents, and it just keeps filtering down. So we tend to believe. We tend to believe. I remember when when I was um, back in 2014, I think it was, I was, I had a candle out and someone say something about the energy that I was working with and that the candle was visible. And the way that they told me, at that moment I knew that I couldn't believe what that person was saying because I felt it deep within me. But if you don't feel that deep knowing, how do you know that what they're telling you is not real, that you don't have to accept that their reality because it is the reality. So for example, I'm gonna refer back to St. Martha. St. Martha is one of those energies that a lot of people think, believe that if you work with this energy, you might end up with, with our partner because she has to approve the partner or because you're so serious, you're not going to be able to attract someone that is, you know, in alignment with you, maybe for whatever reason. The, the, the thing is that if you work with St. Martha, she's going to keep men away from you because uh, perhaps she doesn't want that for you. Or if you work with Oya or so on, right? So when we accept their reality, because that's what they know and that's what they've been told. And we accept that we are telling ourselves, we are programming ourselves to believe the same thing without investigating and going one-on-one with this energy to really understand why. Is this real? Do I really believe that that will be my case too? Or do I feel, I mean, I went through that through the programming and I accepted the programming for many years until I started questioning, why does it have to be real? Why do I have to believe that X, Y, and Z is gonna happen if so and so is gonna happen? And even though I wasn't deep in the programming, I was deep enough that I would, I would sometimes repeat the same thing without knowing that I was repeating the same thing. So the more conscientious we become, the more we're able to truly 
walk through the programming and break down the programming because sometimes we do, sometimes those things happen so that we can break them down and not because we need to accept them. So what programmings have you accepted from your family, from spirits, from childhood, teachers, community, and so on that you need to break down, that you need to be done with, that you need to work through and completely let go of. A lot of the things that we go through a lot of the programs are just there so that we can deprogram them so we can become who we're supposed to be. So why is this coming back to 21 Divisions? Why I see it like that is because in, in, in other videos, I have also mentioned that whenever someone says it should be this way, it's almost like a rebellious energy within me that says, no, no, even when I accept it, I'm still working through why is this the way? If it is true, what happens then? And going through those layers of what does that mean? And what does that mean for me? And how do I break away from this? How do I use the program to break free from it? So when some of these energies come, Gran Torolisa is one of my favorite ones. Um, the connection, I mean, it's just... Every time I tap into that energy, my heart starts pounding and I just feel it rise. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, but um, it's one of those energies that a lot of people are very afraid of. And it's one of the energies that I feel the most, I mean, just thinking about it, it, it gets me emotional because it's one of those energies where you know that you are safe, even though it can be scary because of the power that comes with it. Like I want to move when I tap into that energy, but I know I'm safe. Like I really, really, really know it. I can feel it and I know it. When things become, it's just, it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful experience with this energy. And a lot of people are very afraid of him. And a lot of people do say that the way that this energy manifests is going to be demonic or is going to cause so much pain and suffering. And I don't believe that. I mean, I, I know anything is possible because I do know anything is possible. But at the same time, for my experience with this energy, this is not the way that, that I think it will ever manifest because that's not the relationship that I have. And I'm going back to that because everyone is gonna have a different relationship. And we have to accept that other people have different relationship with these beings, but it doesn't have to be the same way for you. It can manifest in such a different way that it's completely different from the norm. And that is okay. You don't have to fit into the mold of everyone else. We are all completely different. We're so different. So when an energy manifests in you in a very different way, the doubts that it's going to take you to realize that it's okay, it's also part of the training. But at the same time, it has to come to a point where you say, enough, I got it, I get it. And I don't have to question it anymore in that way because I know better, I can feel it. When you can feel it, then you know. So, for example, someone that works with, um, I don't know, let's say Anaisa, Anaisa will come in a very flirtous way. And, you know, it could be so many different ways, so many different paths. And normally when I tap into that energy, it's a very serious energy. 
and there is no everything just becomes so serious and stern and serious so but with other people when she comes and she's working on other people and she's doing and mounting other people and I see her beauty and her grace and her humbleness and how she helps others even through me but in a very different way than when I'm just working with her one-on-one for me and it becomes even more there, there is such a unity in it and grace and beauty and it's so beautiful and it's so like you are one in this moment with these people and it's very different there is no flirting around there is no I mean even the laughs are different the the movements are different and that's okay that's that's beautiful there is no question that it that it is her because it is her it's just in a different way so normally how I tap to this energy when there are other people involved is different it feels different the beauty of this process is that we have to be okay with knowing that anything that is happening to us is happening for us. And even when people think that something terrible is happening because now I'm losing consciousness in the middle of the street and this is not supposed to, well, maybe you did something that you're not getting. So now by you losing it in the middle of the street or by having so much discomfort within you, you get to the point where you actually look for help and you are ready for the next process of whatever that is. So let me take it back to the, I wanna talk about the natives because maybe there's a video that I need to do another day. When I tap into the energy of the natives and I'm tapping into that energy and I know we're doing ceremonies or whatever it is and, we know that we can feel the presence of these energies and that it feels like time hasn't passed, like we are there and they're here and we're all collapsing in the same reality. And that's what it is. We're collapsing, fully collapsing in the same reality. So we are one with them and they're one with us and we're working together for the healing of the collective or the people or me or whoever it is that is in ceremony, clients, different people, community members, and even sometimes the collective in general, right? There is no doubt whatsoever. Like I think when I started going through the song of the doubts and confusion, so I guess this will be um, part two or whatever part it is of the confusion and doubts video because I think and this is one of the things that I see a lot of clients with confusion so much confusion about who they're working with um, and how they feel about who they're working with because it's closed doors this is a closed door spiritual practice where you're not going to find in books what you're looking for. You're only going to find that in your own experiences 
whether it is in meditation, trance, or dreams, but you're not going to find it in a book. Very rarely you're going to find anything meaningful in a book because it's a closed door practice. So the confusion comes from not having enough perspectives of some of these beings. And once you start tapping to them, you may get freaked out, you may get scared, you may get confused, you, you may go through a loop and it can get heavy. So why this is important though, is because it's part of the process. It's one of the tests that you have to go through. Normally it takes a child from the moment that you are implanted in the womb for the moment that you start having your own understanding of this really conscious reality and the brain goes through a process of you know make making it what it is so that it can capture everything and you go through that process it takes about six, seven years right so from the process where you are your soul is fully implanted fully developed and fully 100% anchored in you in this human body takes seven years this is important because some people want to get to the point where they they do things and they want to do it in a month or two and even going through the spiritual and confusion took me years it took it, i think it really it did take me years because you have to go through the process of navigating who are these beings what is the relationship between me and them and then coming out of that how do you work in a mutual relationship so is yes you're venerating you're honoring respecting but you're not confused about the fact that you have a part in this and that your responsibilities in this reality, because they're not in the physical, right? So they need you to do your part so that you can help the collective. So how do you do that if you think that everything is on them? How do you do that if you believe that they do everything and all you have to do is pull your body? And, and I think this is a, a good conversation to have because some people don't understand once we become a priest priestess or we walk in this path whether you're no non-initiated or initiated what it means is that you're taking a commitment with yourself your higher self your spirit your soul to be part of this collective consciousness and to raise it up whether you're going to be doing healing communication different talks um divination whatever you're doing you're taking a commitment with yourself that this is your mission and you are going to do your part. So therefore, you're the main, you're like that tree anchored in this 3D reality. And the branches are connected to different energies that come to assist you. But if without this tree, these spirits cannot come and do what they need to do through you. So by definition, you are the main foundation in this reality that makes those branches possible to communicate and do things and teach you so that you can do a lot of the things without having to always say, come and do this for me, right? So 
your responsibility becomes to be a heal, beautiful, loving, compassionate human being in this human experience so that the spirits of the different energies that work with you that are in your spiritual core can work with you and through you or side by side with you to get what you need to do in this 3D reality. So they're here to assist you in making that possible. So if that's the case, we cannot get confused with the fact that we have to respect and working a partnership with these beings, right? But the moment that we start thinking that these beings are it and everything happens because of them, we are taking a lot of the responsibility of what we need to do ourselves. So I hope that I can encourage you to consider when you're working with these beings, do you really know who they are? Do you really tap into the essence of who they are? Do you really understand what is the plan with you? What did you commit yourself to doing before you were born or before these things started happening because of who you are and because of what you have to do here to assist the collective to rise? So if that is the goal, what do you have to do to level up? What do you have to do to be a partner in this relationship? So it is a relationship. It's not, I am, these beings are better than you and you're just a body that allows for them to come through. Because if that's all you do, you're not going to last long, in my opinion, because it takes so much for the body to accept those energies even though you have an extra capacity that some of the people don't, may not have developed yet and you can't develop from the belly, that means that eventually the body decays because your body has to take in thousands of hertz of those energies to be anchored in your body. And when you're done, the body is tired, the body needs to eat, the body needs to rest. It might take days for some people. For some people, it could take hours if it's quick. But if they're doing a lot of work, you might experience a lot of complications after. And as you get older, it gets worse and worse and worse. So how long are you going to last if you are not working in partnership, if you're not learning and paying attention and really becoming a partner in this experience? So I'm gonna, my goal is to encourage you to consider that we are in partnership with these spirit guys, spirit beings, um, mysterious, lasses, whatever you want to call them, orishas, whoever it is, and that we have to level up too. We have to go through the process of understanding that we're going to receive tests and challenges because that's part of growing up, that's part of the leveling up, and that we have to study. We have to study ourselves. We have to heal ourselves. And if we're not doing that, we, we're not going to be a partner in this relationship. We're always going to be here. We're not going to be here. So my goal is to um, just bring a sense of release and understand, understanding that we truly are magical, beautiful, spiritual being in this 3D reality. And through the process that you do to heal, you're going to accomplish 
the impossible. It is really possible. And just to think about that, it's like, wow, like we are capable of so much if we allow ourselves to open ourselves to that possibility. Another little here, and you'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you.